Oh, it's a happy hump day, Trump day. It is the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy sitting in for Bob Rose. Yeah, he is, um, well, I guess if there are four or five hours ahead of us, he would be up and touring by now. It's 8.07 here. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, or the answer is always yes. Of course, you've been hearing a lot of the results with our local news and, of course, our local elections. But, uh, you know, a lot of folks, I'm sure, were up really late last night. Uh, waiting for results and uh, a busy morning this morning trying to now look ahead to November. One of those folks, yeah, our local congressman, Kat Kamick. Morning, Kat. How are you this morning? <laughs> or should I ask? Where'd she go? Are you there? Did we just lose Kat? She was there and then she wasn't. Yeah, that is the technology of cell phones. What I am going to do, I'm going to disconnect. And give Kat a chance to reconnect, as obviously she was there. Yeah, we were actually uh, talking. Uh, well, in fact, here, let's uh, let's go for it. All right, we got you there, Kat. Hey. Oh, uh, don't you love technology? I think you hit the wrong button. No, because once I had John, I hit my hands <laughs> off. No, Bob. We don't let Bob touch the button, so I know that wasn't the case. So, so th- we had this little election thing going on yesterday. And uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll just put it this way. What do you think? Well, I, honestly, I, I'm I'm thrilled with some of the results, disappointed with some of the others. Mm-hmm. Um, in our race, we we ended up with a little over 85 percent of the vote. Which wow. It's really, really exciting for our team. Mm-hmm. Extraordinarily humbling. And I just couldn't be more grateful than than we are i mean to have people show up for you in a very low turnout um election which is really frustrating you know because primaries are where your voice really can be heard um to get the person that you want and um we had so many great candidates particularly our school board candidates and uh we got we got one uh kay abbott she's mm-hmm. gonna do wonderful but you know there were so many great candidates that uh, unfortunately didn't make it through so yeah we're thrilled with the results of ours um, but locally, we, we wish that we had a different outcome in some of the races. You know, one of the things that you mentioned, and that is the, because I think we were kind of hoping with this one that, you know, folks would get off their duffs, get out and vote. And when you've got that scenario where it's like, you know, you feel like you're beating your head against the wall. And I know Bob talks about that. He's been here 20 years telling, you know, people in Gainesville and Alachua County, you can change things. There's enough of you, but not enough of you vote. And it seemed like it was starting out slow, and we were hoping it was going to pick up. But in the overall, the returns just weren't there like we hoped there would be. Right. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing. I, I was I was calling and texting with folks all over the state yesterday, um, and we were seeing the same patterns all over the place. Hmm. Down in Miami, up in Jacksonville, we were seeing we were seeing that same low voter turnout all across the state and that that can be a mixed bag that can be good that can be bad yeah um but for folks that aren't traditionally voting in these primaries i i really wish that they would understand that this is critically important especially for our local races where you've got school board members you've got city commissioners county commissioners these folks have a real direct impact on your life and it's so important to get out and vote so Unfortunately, here in Alachua County, things didn't go the way that we wanted, um, you know, but that's that's a challenge. In Marion County, we got some great candidates uh, that won, mm-hmm. and we're excited about that. 
Uh, but now we look to November and we've got the general to face. And that is definitely where I think everyone needs to turn out big, not just 70 percent. We need to have everybody turn out in the general election. So what was your thought on the whole Charlie Christ returns saga? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Be it, nice. It, You're it, on the radio, cat. I, I know. I know. I had to sit there for a minute and think about this before we went on air. Uh-huh. Um, no, it, it's like the bad dream that won't end, right? You just cannot wake up from that nightmare. You know, one day he's a Republican, then he's an independent. Now he's a Democrat. And, um, you, you know, I've had the opportunity to, um, you know, interact with, with Charlie as mm-hmm. a member of Congress. And he is completely bought in to the ultra-liberal-left ideology. And that's not what we need in Florida. People are moving to Florida in mass because of the common-sense policies that we have here, Mm -hmm. because we believe in freedom. And Charlie wants to undo all that. So we need to make sure that we're staying focused on getting Governor DeSantis reelected. We have got to make sure that people recognize that it, it, it really is um, a precarious situation when you have a governor who wants to shut down your business and mask up your kids and force vaccinations. That is not okay. That's what happens in California. That's what happens in Michigan and New York. We can't have that there. Uh, and, and so what Charlie would do is return Florida into a blue utopia, and we don't want that, and we don't need that. So going to be interesting uh how charlie uh makes his pitch to voters Mm -hmm. but uh so far what i've heard is is that he can hit the ground running well we already have somebody who can hit the ground running and i think we're going to keep him right where he's at yeah you look at how well the governor did uh through the whole covid thing and then you've got chris saying that Ron DeSantis is the biggest, even though we're not a democracy, we keep reminding them of that, but Ron DeSantis is the biggest threat to democracy since trump I mean, that's just ludicrous. I mean, our entire constitutional republic, as we know it to be, because we are not a democracy, is uh, based on life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Now, liberty means you living the life that you want to live, not what the government dictates for you. Mm -hmm. And what we have seen, again, out of the ultra-radical hard left, is this, this mindset that government knows best. And we know that government does not know best. And so more that we, the more that we can return from the federal government to the states, where the states then are in charge of education, where the states are in charge of environmental policy, things like that, that's where you see the best decisions and the most prosperous decisions being, being made. So I, I think Governor DeSantis, I don't want to say he has it in the bag because you can never take anything for granted. No. But he's positioned so well because his common sense agenda cuts across party lines. It's it's not a Republican agenda. It's not a Democrat agenda. It's a common sense, pro-individual, pro-family agenda. So I think he'll be great. The, the race that'll be interesting, I think, to watch that we have to work hard for is our Senate race. Um, there's going to be a lot of money, outside money especially, coming in. Uh, to support Val Demings in her bid to unseat Marco Rubio. So Mm -hmm. we've got a lot of work to do there. Well, I think it says a lot that uh, when you've got someone touting their 20 years uh, as law enforcement, that uh, you look how many sheriffs, police departments, um, you know, organizations are backing Rubio. That that should tell you something. 
Well, exactly. You know, and, and again, I serve with Val Demings in Congress mm-hmm. and uh, her and I have had some very interesting conversations. But, you know, despite what she says, look at her actions. Yeah. She has voted to defund police. <laughs> wow. You can't defend that. No. And so that seems to be the playbook of, you know, you know, do as I say, not as I do. But, you know, what they're doing is completely contrary to what they're saying. Mm-hmm. And for someone who says that they're going to be champion of law enforcement and then turns around and votes to defund them, yeah. give me a break. And then the, I know you're you're I guess you're going to be heading back to D.C. pretty quick, right? Yeah, um, we'll have um, a few more days here mm-hmm. at home and uh, I'll be going around the district and uh, visiting with folks. And gotcha. we've got a lot of meetings and events, but uh, we'll be in for <clears throat> the basically the month of September. Mm-hmm. Um, and then October is when the, the general election really ramps up. Gotcha. And one more quick thought, because I know, again, you've had a very short night, as a lot of folks have. And I'll choose my words carefully because you can probably hear it in my voice. (laughs) Yeah, I'll I'll choose my words carefully here because I don't want anybody offended that may be listening. Um, Your campaign and everybody that you had to deal with was a little crazy. Um, (laughs) First off, you had someone running against you, which, okay, you know, you can do that. This this is America. And then you had someone running against you and suing everybody and then dropped out the day before the election. Did, did you see that part coming? Uh, honestly, I was shocked. Um, I, I was a little surprised um, by, the, by the attacks of my opponents. You know, they made it very personal mm. and, you know, quite frankly, manufactured lies. Um, like you and, and AOC and he, are hanging out to do anything, right? Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Uh, it's just absolutely yeah. ludicrous. Yeah. And, and I said it on your program, Greg. I said, you know, if, if you're running for office and you have to tear another person down mm-hmm. in order to build yourself up, you have no business running. And right. that was really the case with my opponents. They couldn't stand on their own two feet um, on their own platform. Mm-hmm. So that was, that was really disappointing. And, you know, I think our 85% win really speaks volumes of the fact that you know, we are very much in line with our district, with our base. Um, we've been working very, very hard. We never made the election about anything other than the issues and what we were fighting for. Mm-hmm. And we're really fighting for life and liberty and that pursuit of happiness that is so eloquently laid out in our founding documents. And I think people, they saw through it. Yeah, But I think craziness, so. for sure. Never saw it coming. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little wild. Kat Kamek, our third district uh, congresswoman, Uh, again, congrats. And uh, maybe you can actually get a little sleep today. Is that a crazy thought or what? Uh, Probably not going to get much sleep, but uh, I appreciate the sentiment. (laughs) It's a good thought. Hey, uh, try to get some rest, get caught up, and then, uh, you know, we have a lot to talk about come uh, come fall, right? That's right. uh, have Have an awesome day. You too. There you go. Wow. I could not be a politician. That's all I'm saying. Man, it just, uh, it's a little too crazy for me. It's 818. Greg Cassidy in for Bob Rose. Thanks for listening to 97.3 The Sky and our app. Yeah, Odyssey. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey.